Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. All right. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. I believe today is the day after Christmas. If you are listening to me on this Monday, I hope you had a fantastic holiday. I hope that you have some time to to rest. I know if you're still working in the hospital, this is usually when we pick up some overtime and the holidays don't tend to be too chill uh, in the hospital. So for those of you who are working, I appreciate you. And uh, today's episode is is completely unscripted. It's me speaking from the heart and it's really taking a moment to review to review this year. I'm going to review my year personally. I'm going to review my year professionally, what has happened, what I've learned, what we're working on now, um, including spilling the beans about our new strategist that we are working with, that we are very excited to be working with. And and also wanted to, to ask you some questions and have you come answer them in our community about your year in review. You know, I feel like I do this. I don't know if you guys do this, but we tend to always be just on to the next thing. You know, I'm notorious for this. I'm notorious for booking retreat centers when I'm finishing the pre, while I'm still at the previous retreat. So I, I know that we can tend to keep looking ahead and we don't take moments to really reflect back. So I wanted to give us some time to do that, you know? I wanted to give you some time to do that as you reflect back in your practice, maybe in your practicum, or maybe you aren't a nurse coach yet and you're just reflecting back on your journey this year. So I think back to January of 2022 for my family. We had already decided we were going to be leaving California and we were in, uh, my family had already moved ahead of us. My side of the family had already moved ahead of us. So it felt, it was a strange holiday last year. Uh, it was the first holiday I was away from my parents and my sister ever uh, since since I've been alive. Um, 
And so there's lots of preparation for moving across the country. My husband's job, he was still working, was getting uh, tougher and tougher with the the hoops he had to jump through because he wasn't vaccinated. Um, it was just a weird time. And I feel like when things get weird and rough and you're going through transition, there's always space to find the blessing. And the blessing that I found in that early part of 2022 for me was even when things are unsure, even when there's lots of, of moving parts in the background, I can still show up for my practice. I can still escape from my own life into my practice. Like what a gift is that? I, I'm one of those people that doesn't hate working. You know, I, I enjoy the escape from my own mind and my own life when it's hectic in my work. And I feel like coaching can really do that for us. We could be having an awful day. We could be having all sorts of stress. And the minute that the Zoom, you get on Zoom and my clients jump into the coaching call and I'm no longer thinking of myself or my problems. And I'm looking into the eyes of each of my clients with curiosity, uh, with focus. It's such a gift. So I, I want to reflect back on, even when things get tough, how appreciative I am of my clients, how, I, uh, how much I love being a coach because being a coach provides a job that doesn't allow me to self-destruct. It provides a job that prioritizes self-care and self-development. I have a job that I can go hide into and be of service and leave my calls feeling better. My husband said once, you know, Laura, it's uh, a little, hurts my feelings a little bit. It's a little annoying that you will be in a bad mood out in the family room, making breakfast or whatever. You get dressed, go into your office, and I hear you in there giggling and yelling and jumping around and so excited and enthusiastic. And then you come back out and you're tired. And I feel like I get the worst of you. And so Evan, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry about that, babe. But we've, we've talked a little bit about it since then. Um, it's because when I am inside of my coaching calls, I am plugged into this, this part of myself that does feel excited, that does have energy. Um, it's why I love it. And that's not all the time. Not every coaching call I have to go lay down after. Um, every coaching call is different. But I really want to reflect back on when things get rough for me, that my practice is a refuge that I get to be in. We did a lot of up-leveling in our business this last year. We uh, brought on team members. I mean, we brought on a, a total of four team members who were all extraordinary, all to be honest, are uh, more successful than Shelby and I were in the same amount of time. And we're so grateful for them because it allows us and our method and this movement to grow in a way that's still congruent and intimate. We won't be growing much bigger than we are now. Um, we will be doing exactly what we're doing now, probably for the next five to 10 years, if, if I have anything to do with it. Um, so in this year, I really realized... Um, how great it is to have a team, how fun it is to work with a team, how to be a better leader, how to be a better manager, how to be a better partner to Shelby. That's another thing I've learned. I have learned that moving sucks. That is, that is something I have learned. Moving is tough. It is so layered, especially moving across the country. Um, 
there is loss and grief in being unsure. I didn't know if my loan was going to go through till two days before I left for Tennessee. Uh, I bought a house I had never been in before because of the market out here was so crazy. It was uh, a lot of faith that, that led us here. And I, I'm so excited to be here, to be here in Tennessee. But this was a huge year of tr transition for me and my family. I also feel like when I think about the year, noticing how much I've grown in my ability to not talk shit to myself. Stay with me here, you guys. You know, I, I think we all struggle with negative self-talk. We talk about it a lot in our groups. And, you know, I've overcome so much of it and still had some lingering parts of that, mostly around resting, mostly around being not productive and uh, around my health and prioritizing my health. And I really feel like this year I've overcome a lot of my thoughts about that. Whereas if I decide to take time off from my workday to lay down, I do. And I see it as a, an addition to my workday. Um, this is a change in, in mindset. It's a different mindset in year five of entrepreneurship than it is in year one. In year one, you're not sure how much you should be working and how much you should be slowing down. You're just not sure because you're your own boss. You're your own time clock. You're your own uh, setting your own expectations, your own goals, your own pace. You have so much control that you swim in it a little bit because you just don't know what your boundaries are, what's right, what's wrong. Uh, I feel like in year five, with some success, uh, where it's not all about money anymore, it's more about fulfillment and vision and mission. I feel like in year five, you know what you're made of because you tested your limits as you created your business. So I'm really grateful for this particular plateau. It's a, it's a short little plateau that Shelby and I are experiencing where we don't feel the need to keep growing, to keep pushing in the same way that we had before. Our growth is going to come differently. It's going to be uh, probably more holistic, to be honest. So I uh, hope that made some sense for you. That was just a stream of consciousness ramble for you on this day after Christmas. But what I would love to do is take a moment with each of you to have you drop in. And if you're driving, if you're walking, wherever you are, just drop in. Imagine I'm speaking right to you right now when I ask you this. And when you scan back from now till the beginning of January of 2022, we were still coming out of the pandemic. You know, what's different in your life? What are you proud of? I bet if you take a moment here to scan, you'll realize that you've changed a lot more than you've realized as well. I love the phrase and I say it all the time. And I remember Peter saying this to me at my, my intensive is that we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in three. And right now in this moment is an opportunity for you to honestly reflect back on this past year and really appreciate how far you've come.
And how far have you come? So much can happen in a year. So much can happen in a year, especially when you're playing the transformation game. You know, the transformation game's bananas because you can outgrow yourself in three months. It's, it's really, really interesting when you start to think of who were you friends with five years ago? Uh, what was your relationship with money? What was your relationship with your partner? How were you mothering or fathering? And you'll see when you're playing this transformation game that you're almost unrecognizable, which to me brings me comfort. Because as each of you think back on your year in review in this moment, and you see how far you've come, Imagine how far you can go this next year, right? This is a game we get to play over and over again. We get to recreate who we are. I, 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 have, I take issue with the phrase of taking time to find oneself. I don't think we find ourselves, you guys. I don't think we're lost under some... I don't know. We're not lost in some bush or lost under a piece of furniture. Like, what do you mean? Go find ourselves. Where do we look? Where, like, how could we have lost ourselves? We are with ourselves. I think we create ourselves. We create ourselves. The life we have now is the one that we've created. Period. Period. Mm. And as I'm sitting here getting preachy with y'all, Anything that you don't like in your life in this moment, you've created as well. It's that insane level of self-responsibility. It's Byron Katie's The Work. It's realizing that it's our thoughts about our life that create our reality. And that doesn't mean that really hard things don't happen in our life. You know, really hard things do happen in our life. In those moments... When something happens medically that to somebody, or I just had a, I had two friends actually pass away this year, both my age, both extremely painful for me, um, mostly because they had kids my age. So it was so close to home. And you think to yourself, if we create our own ourself and then someone we love passes away, and we have a negative reaction to that. Are we creating that? Yeah, we are. I don't think it's wrong to have a to have negative feelings or bad feelings or sad feelings. I think that's all really, really human. But what we do is create the meaning behind it. And for me, when really, really bad things happen or really unfair things are happening in the world, the only way I can create peace is with a spiritual solution. And I feel like uh, when I look forward to this next year, 2023 for me, I'm putting a lot more energy into my, uh, my spiritual practices, my spiritual beliefs. Uh, they're growing, they're expanding, um, coming back home to some of my mysticism and owning some of my gifts again. I've been really busy in the 3d world, building this business, this coaching business. Um, but I'm longing and ready to come back to some of the more metaphysical things about me that make me different and make me who I am. And, are really my soul's purpose wanting to be expressed. Um, that's where I see myself going loosely next year. And I wonder for you guys, when you think about 
where you want to go. What is it for you this next year? You know, we had our our holistic goal setting workshop earlier in the month. It's awesome. We do it every year. If you weren't able to make it this year, please make it next year. It's so fun. We do it every year. People end up killing it in their goals and, and they come back and they tell us that. Um, but if you haven't made space to do that yet, make some space to write down all the things you're proud of this last year, all the things that you've overcome, all the ways that you've grown, really start with that celebration and then turn your gaze forward and look into this next year. And instead of goals of, I want to have a six figure business or I want to do this or I say, have the intention, super, super high intention. I intend to make $10,000 a month in my coaching practice in 2023. I intend to uh, lose 10 pounds and feel better in my clothing. I intend to, you get the point. What are your intentions for next year? Writing them down, saying them out loud, owning them, getting clear on them is half the battle. It really is. And then we just create it. Then we just get to create it. Shelby and I are going to come back next week uh, for the second. We'll be back on January 2nd telling you what's new for 2023 in the successful nurse coach world, what we have going on. We have lots of surprises, a little bit of changes to our programs. Not much, mostly adding value and, and, and shooting to have even more success with our clients this next year. We've got two awesome retreats planned in Tennessee and in Georgia. I think we're going to have over 100 people at retreats this year, which is fabulous. It's so much fun. I think nurse coaches in person is the funnest place on earth, personally. Um, so we'll share some of that in this next episode on the second. I know today's episode's short, but hey, we just had the holidays. We're chilling out. Um, I just wanted to share what I learned this year. And looking forward to what I'm going to learn in 2023 with all of you. All right, guys, I hope this was a nice, short and sweet episode that will lead you to take some action. I'd love to see what you appreciate about this last year that's passed and write down your intentions for this beautiful year that we're going to create in 2023. Bye.